0: Okay, here we are. Okay, uh, welcome to our first actual Conquer Tribe podcast, and I'm sitting here with the one and only Misty Atwood. Her husband is Robbie Atwood, and they are the pastors at what's the name of your church? 127
1: House of Prayer.
0: Here in Somerset, Kentucky. They are amazing, and uh, they have a heart for families and teaching families to worship. So it's, um, it's actually a blessing to call them family, too. They're not only family in Christ, but my husband and her husband are cousins. Yes. So it's really nice. They married us to bring in, you know, the brains and the beauty into the family.
1: <laughs> That's <So>. right, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so today we are here to talk with Misty about fear. So Misty, whenever a friend of mine by the name of Kelly Cooper, mm-hmm. she sent me a clip of yours when you had spoke for Mother's Day at your church there at 127, and you spoke about fear and freedom and Mm -hmm. living in freedom. And when I listened to it, I cried because I was just on the brink of just giving up the idea of doing a podcast or doing anything like this. And when I heard that, I thought, I'm going to do it. And she's going to be my first conquer chat. Yay! Yay. So here we are. And uh, Misty, basically what I want to do is I want to open up for any of the ladies. that, And you can look at the camera for just a minute over there. Because for those who can't do the app, uh, the Anchor app for the podcast, just watch this video. And I know that Misty will bless you with her uh, story. So I just want you to um, begin with... Your story of whenever it just started in your life where just fear started taking over, anxiety. Okay. So just share that yeah. with us.
1: So um, my first panic attack, I was 21 years old. Wow, it's young. It is. And I was newlywed. And I really didn't know what was going on, Crystal, at the time. It was probably years later that I realized that it was, in fact, a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Um, And so they were few and far between at first. Um. Then, at uh, my father, I shared this in my message on mm-hmm. Mother's Day. I tragically lost my father to suicide when I was five months pregnant with my son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after that traumatic event, there was a lot of, there was more fear. I, you know, I allowed more fear and, and more anxiety. And so, um, they increased the panic attacks. And after my daughter was born, they just really, you know, I don't know, postpartum, I'm sure, mm-hmm. hormones, you know, different things come into play there. Um, so there was just several years, and it just kept getting worse and not better. Mm-hmm. Um, just irrational fear, you know, until you've experienced a panic attack, it's, mm-hmm. it's really hard to explain. Right. And I shared in my message on Mother's Day, there, there have been times Robbie has walked me out of restaurants, mm-hmm. out of the movies, just because I panicked mm-hmm. and there was no real reason, you know, just very, very fearful. Um, and so I, I started working at the school and as long as I was busy, it seemed to be a little better if I kept myself busy. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Completely. Um, and the, I can. this is kind of where my story unfolds. I'm getting there. So, um, summertime was always hard my sister noticed that she's like you struggle in the summer because you're not as busy Mm -hmm. and you know you're there's more to think about um just busyness I hid behind my busyness so in 2016 um I started praying about staying home Robbie I was doing women's ministry Mm -hmm. I was helping with children you know how it is Mm -hmm. being a pastor's wife (laughs) we wear a lot of hats and I was teaching as well full-time, and Robbie said, Missy, why don't you pray about maybe staying at home, taking a year off, focusing on some things at the church? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, okay, I'll pray about it. God's going to really have to confirm this to me. And so, um, and for the sake of time, I won't go into to the details, but um, I asked the Lord for a sign, and he gave it to me, not once. Not twice, but three times. Crazy. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, the Lord has spoken. And I said, this in my message at church. I said, cue the field of daisies where the Jesus is on one side and Misty on the other. And we run together and he's swinging me because I'm like, I'm about to enter. the. I don't know. The Lord wants me to take off and it's going to be good. And Crystal, it... It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I told my principal, you know, I'm going to take some time off and work at my church. He was very gracious about it. And I really feel like the Lord was taking me away from that busyness mm-hmm. so that he could do some heart surgery. Because, for you know, this has been going on for several years, these panic attacks, this fear off and on. Mm-hmm. I'd feel like I was getting better, mm-hmm. then it would come back. And I, when I did my message at church, I feel like, you know, the Bible says, and I have my little notes here, and if I'm talking too much, you let me know. No. <laughs> but Luke 4.1 says that Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. And so, a lot of times as a Christian, we feel like every attack is of the enemy, but I learned through my experience that Jesus actually leads us into a wilderness, mm-hmm. you know, to do heart surgery. And, and that's what he did for me. So so and, tell us again the year um, that had
0: stopped on me. That's why I went over there and okay, checked it. Okay. But it was back in 2016. Robbie told you to just pray about staying at home for about a year. You put a fleece before the Lord. Exactly. And three different times this fleece yes, came yes. before you. Yes. Just, just crazy miraculous. And you thought it was going to yes. be just a... Just a field of daisies, meeting Jesus there in the middle of it. Yes. And that's not what happened. Not you went into all. this wilderness where now you're talking about some heart surgery. Just continue right. with that.
1: So when I say I went to the wilderness, all of a sudden I'm home. And, you know, I'm doing my Bible study with the with the ladies once a week. But I'm, I'm home by myself. I'm right. sending my kids off and I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And the fear came back full force. Just mm-hmm. heightened fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'm like where is this coming from? I'm like, Lord, you told me, I, you confirmed mm-hmm. that I was supposed to stay home. I'm really struggling here. Right. Really struggling. And yeah. um, and that's when I pe- I picked up this book called The Wilderness, and mm-hmm. it was it's written by Brian Simmons. He also translated the Passion version okay. of the Bible. And I just started seeing, and I, I have some notes, but it says every child of God has a wilderness experience, but not everyone has to have a wilderness wandering. The Bible teaches that the wilderness is the place where miracles are born. The place where we hear God speak. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. He had to take me there so I could hear him and, and figure out what was going on. What was the root of all this fear? Keep in mind, I had been going through it still, but not until I actually left my job and was at home you know it was like whoa I need to figure out what's going on Mm -hmm. what's the root what's causing this do you feel like he had to just take you out
0: of that quote-unquote excuse of busyness being too busy for him to speak to you to come into that season of yes absolutely my husband and I were actually the church that Dustin pastors is a church that your husband's grandfather started Mm -hmm. and whenever um Pastor Atwood was still with us And was there at the church Uh, Dustin had visited and we'd been there for um, A couple of months And he had asked him to be the youth pastor And when we were leaving from church We were in the vehicle And all of a sudden Dustin just started crying And I looked at him and I said What is wrong with you? Are you okay? And he said, I just love them so much Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I said Oh hon, God's giving you a heart transplant And so you know, that was, that was kind of reminding me what you were just saying, how God gave him that heart transplant.
1: Sorry. Yes, I'll be editing it's later.
0: It's okay. <laughs> I knew it. <this. laughs> so anyway, how God gave me that heart transplant, and it reminds me so much of
1: uh, your story. So anyway, keep on with your story. I'm loving okay, it. Okay. So yeah, so that whole year of my life, I'm just seeking the Lord. I'm mm-hmm. reading everything I can get my hands on, mm-hmm. books about freedom, books about fear. Lord, what are you What's going on? What are you trying to do? And so I learned all this about the wilderness, and that's what I was trying to share with the the people at my church. And um, in the book, Brian Simmons says the prophetic destiny of your life will be advanced even in a wilderness of uncertainty. And looking back, Crystal, that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. The prophetic destiny of my life, Robbie had always felt like I was supposed to minister and stand up, and I'm like, Mm-mm, no, no. <laughs>
0: That's Um, you, not me. Exactly. (laughs) I'm fine with
1: teaching kindergarten through fifth. You put me in front of kiddos, and I'm great. But I'm I'm good to get the morning announce. You know the Sunday (laughs) announcement. Um. And but he had always felt that, and part of me did too. And I'm like, oh, I'm just too afraid. Mm -hmm. And it took walking through that to to get me. You know, you can see the the prophetic destiny of my Mm -hmm. life was advanced, but. Basically what had to happen was um in the middle of all that while I'm reading the books and I'm reading the word and I'm I'm just searching for freedom. One night I was just so weary and I, I said, Robbie, just pray with me. Mm-hmm. But you know, we were I can still remember it just like it was yesterday. And I said, I want to know what is going on. You know, I understand I went through traumatic events in life. Mm-hmm. I lost my father. You know mm-hmm. what? I said, but people have been through much worse than me. And and just when I think I'm getting over this fear and these panic attacks, they come back and I just want sure. to know what is going on. And so we began to pray, Crystal. We began to pray together and seek the Lord. And it was such a tender moment. And and finally, and Robbie has always He's always prayed for me. He's always been there. And mm-hmm. um, he said it was, it was that night. He said, Misty, it was particularly challenging. He goes, because you want to get it right for your wife. Mm-hmm. You're like, Lord, is this really mm-hmm. you? Because you really want to have the word mm-hmm. for your wife. But he said the Lord spoke to him, protection. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, Misty, I really feel like we're both crying. And we've been seeking the Lord and praying. He said, I feel like when you lost your father your earthly father, and that protection here on earth, that you have struggled trusting God, your father, to protect you. Oh, my gosh, Crystal. So the tears start flowing. And he's like, you don't trust that he's going to protect your mind. And you don't trust that he's going to protect your heart because Mm -hmm. you lost that on earth. And, I mean, it was like, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I've been a Christian for many, many years, but and I even when I pray, that's how I start my prayers, Father, but the foundation of fear, I learned, really, is when you don't fully trust God mm-hmm. and His intentions toward you, and I thought, that's it. I didn't see Him as Father. I love the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, oh, yes. you know, I love the Lord. I wanted to to do uh, serve Him well and and um, but that's what it was, and mm-hmm. so the Lord through that wilderness season began to show me that He was my Father, mm-hmm. that He was my fierce protector. You know that He does not forsake those who seek Him, mm-hmm. and, and I just had to, you know, walk through that, right. um, to discover that. You know, and it's been it's been great. It was terribly hard, terribly hard mm-hmm. and painful, but I would not trade it for anything. Because the relationship I have now mm-hmm. and seeing him truly as my father and my protector, mm-hmm. I had to walk through that to get there. That's Does a that question. Yes,
0: that totally <laughs> makes sense. Um, that's actually... Mm-hmm. Let's hold on just a 2nd let's make sure... This keeps... I don't know why it keeps going off on me. There you go. It's recording. Okay. So that is a question that I want to ask you. Okay. Is... So what's the difference now in your life between when... You were a good Christian when you had the fears. You loved the Lord. Cuz I knew you at this time mm-hmm. and had no idea mm-hmm. that I you was were really facing good at hiding that. it. <laughs> That's a <thing>. very good. <laughs> what is the difference now for you spiritually when you were coping back then and hiding it and mm-hmm. putting on a mask for mm-hmm. other people compared to now just being free in Christ and sharing your story? And yeah. um, what's the difference that
1: you feel right now in your life? Well, and I'm glad you said that because I am very good, and and when I delivered the message at church on Mother's Day, that's what I told them. I said, hey, guys, I would be on this front row, all put together. You know me, Crystal. Mm -hmm. I love to dress up, and I have my accessories, and on the outside, everything (laughs) looks put together. I've told you that for years. You're always put together. But, and maybe that was reflective of what was going on on the inside Mm -hmm. because I could not control what was going on on the inside, and I felt like I was falling apart. I had to keep everything on the outside That's good. Yeah. put together. That's so good. Yeah. Um, and I'm learning through this. I'm glad you said that. Um, I didn't want to share with everyone, when you're a pastor's wife, mm-hmm. you want to look like you have it together, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've always been like, Lord, help me to look like I have it exactly. together. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But through this journey... If anything, the Lord has shown me, I read a book by Rebecca Lyons, and I've read many, many books, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but she said, freedom begets freedom, and it's contagious. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's meant to share. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I read that, and at the end of her book, she ended it by, go set others free. Mm Mm-hmm. And I knew that was my charge. Yes. I was like, oh my goodness, okay, it's time to invite people in. Right. And after I gave the message, Crystal, at church, when everyone left, all I could do was cry. Because you're so vulnerable. Did
0: you feel like a release? I felt such a release. I felt
1: such a release. Mm -hmm. But the difference now and then is me actually, like I said, I was a Christian for years and I loved the Lord. Mm -hmm. But I did not trust... That his intentions toward me were always good. I didn't realize that.
0: Isn't that crazy? We sing about a good, yes. good Father, but we just—it's just words sometimes.
1: Absolutely, mm-hmm. and he had to show me that mm-hmm. because of what had happened with you know my family and losing right. my dad and feeling mm-hmm. betrayed and feeling abandoned. Mm-hmm. There's so much that you know, with suicide sure. and oh yeah, it's um, you you experience a lot of different emotions, mm-hmm. and so. I did not trust that the Lord was going to protect me because I had lost my protection, Mm -hmm. you know. And so that's the difference now, just relearning that he's such a a good father. Mm -hmm. You know, he showed me that. Mm -hmm. So does that answer your question? Oh, that's
0: totally, I love it. It's totally um, relevant to what I believe a lot of women go through, especially, I mean, I'm not saying just because you look good doesn't mean that you're It doesn't mean you're hiding something all the time. But sometimes that's the only thing that we can control. So therefore, it's, you know, all about um, making sure everything we eat is perfect. Everything that we put on is perfect. Because we can't conquer that thing within within us. When I think it's a whole package together. Mm -hmm. It is about, you know, which I'm trying to become more healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be 40 in June. So, thank you. That's why she's (laughs) one of my favorite people. Um, But, um, you know... I think it's so relevant to the women that might hear this or see this because they feel like they have to have it all together. Right. So for these women, I think you've done a really good job explaining what you went through and everything, mm-hmm. but just one more time to recap for women that will be listening to this and watching this. Um, tell us some of your, I know that freedom is not just a 12 step program. Right. Salvation is not just a 12 step program. Even mm-hmm. though, Those things are wonderful Mm -hmm. and people do need those at times in their lives. But I still do think that, um, growing in Christ, there are steps, there are levels of our relationship Mm -hmm. with him. So could you share with us just, you know, two or three things that a lady that's saying, okay, I have fear, I have an anxiety Mm -hmm. and Lord Jesus, I give it to you today, and I'm trusting you to take it from me. Mm -hmm. But when they wake up in the morning, the devil's going to slap them in the face with it again. Absolutely. So could could you give us maybe just three, two or three tips on how to combat that through Christ? Mm -hmm. What are things that they can uh, logically and, um, how would we say it, practically
1: apply to their life? Absolutely. First, let me say this. I want to say this first, Chris. So when I was praying, and I asked the Lord, I said, why fear? -hmm. Because during this journey, I had several women who came to me, um, with the same like. Okay, for example, I would be sitting on the front row of church, and a lady would come up at the altar call, and I go up to pray for, and I said, "What can I pray for? Fear, anxiety." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" So the Lord's bringing me to all these people, and so I said, "Why fear?" And this scripture Romans eight fifteen says, "For you did not receive the spirit of slavery." To fall back into fear, Mm -hmm. but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. So the Lord just spoke to me and he said, Misty, fear keeps you in a cage. Mm -hmm. You're a slave again. Mm -hmm. I sent my son and, you know, his sacred blood to buy you. Yeah, but when yeah. the devil gets you so afraid, you're a slave again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're in a cage, and it's like spiritual paralysis. Mm-hmm, exactly. You can't fulfill your destiny. Right. You're just looking inward. You're so consumed. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing I want to say. Anyone who's struggling with fear, that is a tactic of the enemy. I feel like that's why. Mm-hmm. Because it keeps us in a cage. It keeps us bound. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. slaves again. Mm-hmm. And that is not what you know, Jesus has for us, not not at all, not at all. Bill Johnson, you asked me for three practical tips or a few practical tips. Um, Bill Johnson, I love him. I Mm -hmm. follow his ministry. He says, the way to silence fear is to give attention to faith. And I love that. So with me at number one, worship. -hmm. I listen to worship when I do my makeup. I listen to worship in the car. Mm -hmm. I go to worship sets at church. I just realign myself. Um, I believe that worship releases miracles in our Mm lives. I think that it puts our attention back on the Lord. Yes, when it's on fear, Mm -hmm. and there have been times when I was panicking, and that's the first thing I did. I put on worship. That's just to realign myself to put my attention back on the Father. Mm Um, The number two thing, the Word, Mm -hmm. just the Word of God. I would write, I mean, Crystal, I can show you. Um, I think this is my little trusty journal, so I have lots of scriptures in here. That's beautiful. But I filled up note cards, and I would put them in my car. It's so uh, practical. Yeah, I would put them in the mirror of my vanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would focus on one as scripture. This one right here says, "Do not fret or have anxiety about anything. Yes, but in every circumstance and everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God, and God's peace, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind." So I put these everywhere, That's and I would—you awesome. know what I mean—and. Um, and then last, pray. That's the, the three things I can you know worship, mm-hmm. the word and prayer, talk to God. And um, one of the best things I've read a lady that I that I love, I follow her uh, ministry. Uh, she, she said, as soon as you feel disconnected, just get connected. Mm-hmm. So often we beat ourselves up. Yes, we feel disconnected. And we're like, oh my gosh, I've not read my Bible in two days, and I'm mm-hmm. not, and so I'm just gonna give up. You know, I just mm-hmm. I can't do this. You don't have to feel that way. So right. as soon as I feel disconnected, I just get connected again. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. it be turn on that worship, get that Bible out, mm-hmm. get your index card, and talk to God. Yes. You know, just talk to Him. Driving in the car, whenever, have that, have that time with Him. So those are, were my three biggest things. Does that answer? That's your... so good. So okay.
0: number one, just worshiping. Number two, the Word. And number three, prayer. Absolutely. So definitely just applying those to your life every day. Those are the ways to just get you on that path and get you through it and get you over it and to conquer it. So this was so good, Missy. This actually, I love I love your little notes there. Because if you think about it, in school, that's what you do. At our school, Spanish class, yeah. the Spanish teacher always had the kids write them down on these little note cards. And so they're always scrambling up to the office. They'll come to my yeah, room. Do you right have the little hand? note cards? And the Bible says for us to be students of the Word. That's
1: right. That's so good. I
0: think it's so. kind of funny that, you know, we don't apply these practical things from that we use in school, Mm -hmm. college, at work, learning to be a better employee, a better employer, just applying those simple, practical mm-hmm. things to our life with God, absolutely. how far we could come. Yeah. So I I really appreciate you sitting down with me today. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you. <laughs> Actually, we're at your house, which is absolutely gorgeous. How long have you been moved in now? We
1: moved in in February. Moved yes. in in February. Moved in in February. That's
0: amazing. And yeah. what um, a, a testimony of faith, and what God has done for you and Robbie in your life. Absolutely. On so many levels. Absolutely. That's yes. a whole other story. <laughs> yeah we can, we can do another podcast we on totally, that we <laughs> totally need to do another podcast on that but misty thank you so much and um for those who have listened to our little conquer chat today this is my very first one with misty atwood and we just hope that this is a blessing to you and that um, you conquer your fear uh, we believe in what god can do for you and we believe in you so to all of you until next time make sure to conquer and to represent your tribe well and peace.